And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, and I thank you for tuning in today. Today on the Real Estate Investor Radio Show, I've actually got some weird stuff for you. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to tell you that out the door. Um, if, if, if I lose you some there, somewhere in there, be, be sure to send me an email to askandy at luinc.com if you have any questions or anything else. But uh, it'll be a little bit fun to open the show. Then we're going to get real serious, real serious. So you, you, you actually should stick around for that. But I got to ask you this question. Have you ever heard of something called cellular cosmogony? That's a weird word. Cellular cosmogony. I bet I bet there's at least one listener out there that has. We're going to start there with a cult and a crazy tale about some really strange beliefs. And this is a true thing from, from over 100 years ago. And then we're going to move to present day and another tale, like I just said, that may very well scare you a lot. The robots may be coming for you. Okay. And then I want to share how you can achieve financial freedom with real estate investing so that you don't have to worry. So it doesn't matter. Okay. And if I have time, I've got some interesting news about investing in South Carolina. Probably never heard, heard me talk about South Carolina before. We'll hit that at the end of the show. So be sure to stick around. Now, going back a month or so, you mind if, if you've been tuning in for a while, you probably heard me broadcast one of my shows from the RV bunker out and about in the mobile studio. I'm, I'm land-based now. And we were at a state park in, in Florida called Correction State Park. It's about a few hours south of Tampa on the, on the Florida Gulf Coast in a town of Astero. You really have to be looking for it to find it. It's right there on the banks of the Astero River. And this is essentially where a, a cult was, was formed and, and grew starting back in about 1894, and it was called Koreshin Unity. That's where the state park gets its name. It was a, a communal utopia formed by, formed by a guy named Cyrus Teed. I'm just going to read from the, uh, the placard where I took a picture here about cellular cosmogony, and it says an important element of Koreshanity, as it's known, was the belief, get this, that the earth was hollow and all life lived on the inner surface of that sphere. The outer sphere, right, where we actually live, <laughs> so the outer sphere was actually made of solid gold. Ooh, getting kind of strange there, right? And the Koreshians believe that when you're inside this sphere where they thought they lived and you look up, what you're seeing is another sphere that covered the entire sky. The sun was essentially believed to be a, a ball-shaped electromagnet, half of which was lighted, half of which was dark, which explains the, the night and the day, right? This theory was developed by this guy, Doctor. he was a doctor, Dr. Cyrus Teed, number of years later, 1897, a group of these guys, these Koreshans, uh, led by another guy named Ulysses, they, they built this machine called a geodesic rectilineator. And this rectilineator was able to measure that the earth there was concave, right? Like a, like a bowl, meaning we're on the inside of that sphere, not convex. And when Cyrus T died in uh, 1908, the membership declined. Another belief of theirs was reincarnation. Well, he never came back. <laughs> and so a lot of members moved on, but they died off. They had, they had the wrong beliefs. Why, why am I telling you about the Christians? It's for that very reason. It's this cult <laughs> with crazy beliefs. 
Now, here's where I ask you, do you, now I'm not saying you have crazy beliefs, but do you ever stop and question what you believe? Now, I don't mean from a religious point of view, but I mean more broadly, you know, about the system that you are embedded in right now. But what if your beliefs are wrong? And what if the system you thought was behind those beliefs is changing as we speak? I mean, literally right now. What kind of impact is this artificial intelligence that we're hearing a ton about right now going to have on your life, on your job, on your retirement? Will it have any? Well, I'm going to look at a, an article here with you. This just came out a couple of days ago on uh, the Wall Street Journal, and it's titled The Disappearing White Collar Job. All right. Uh, this was authored. I want to give credit. This was authored by Chip Cutter and Harriet uh, Torrey. Uh, I believe May 15th is the publication date. But the disappearing white collar job and they they talk I'm going to quote a couple of things from here, but I want you to understand in all seriously seriousness. This is the scary part of the show or it should be for for a lot of you out there. Um, I want you to understand what is at risk and they talk here just to open the, 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 the article. They say the jobs lost in a months long cascade of white collar layoffs. Very, very. I like that phraseology there, but. The message is we've had a lot of white collar layoffs triggered by a couple of things, overhiring and as well now by the rising interest rates that we've all been watching. It's, it's cost of capital is, is going up. It's making hard, making life harder on, on the, the corporations out there. And as a result, they're, they're shedding these, these white collar workers. But the, the bad thing is that the companies are now going on and they're, they're rethinking the value of those white collar workers and those roles. And they're expecting a permanent shift. In, in the demand for labor that's really going to disrupt work life for, for millions of you out there. Uh, your jobs are going to be lost and they're going to go on to use artificial intelligence to replace you where they can or augment what you've been doing and replace somebody else, combine multiple jobs. And it, and it says, and, it, and I quote here, former chief digital officer at McDonald's, a guy named Atif Rafiq, he says, we may be at the peak of the need for knowledge workers. Now, I left my knowledge worker role in that corporate environment a year and a half or so ago. I don't, I don't care. This, this does not affect me directly any longer. Now, some of my residents could be at risk, something to think about perhaps from that perspective. But he goes on to say, we just need fewer people to do the same thing, right? Here's an important quote, and I may quote this again. It says, long after robots began taking manufacturing jobs, right? We heard about this in the 80s and the 90s. Toyota, right, started over in, in Japan, came over here. Artificial intelligence is now coming for the higher ups. And here's where you need to listen closely. Accountants, software programmers, human resources specialists and lawyers, right, other knowledge workers. And it's converging with with pressure on these companies to to operate more efficiently. If you're in one of those classes, you may want to think about an alternative for your future. Right. The risk, the risk is there. Right. New technologies here. IBM, uh, the CEO recently said that the company may well pause some hiring to see what kind of back office work. Right. Thinking about those accountants, those bookkeepers, what kind of back office work can be done by AI. Right. They talk about bloat. They talk about bloat. We saw that there were, I think, at one point, 10 million job openings. Um, can't fill those. You know, if you look at the Jolts report every month, the job openings and labor turnover uh, survey, you can you can get more details there. That started to diminish, but there was a point where the hiring was just going gangbusters. Yes, we are at an extremely low unemployment rate right now, 
and part of that is bloat. And they say that the underlying dynamic that was that's accelerated that that binge of hiring, well, it's starting to come un, undone. And where they really see the bloating are in those managerial layers, right? That, that slows decision making within a company. They they cite one company in here. I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm not going to dig around and find it for you, but you can, you can go check out the article. But they've cut their layers from seven to five. And impacted you know thousands of, of, of workers as a result, and again it, it says that the, the it's, it we we're, we're heading for a recession. Interest rates are high. Unemployment is low, right? We know that costs are high. Inflation is still there. Yes, it's come down a bit, but something is coming. And the question becomes: Then will we head into a recession as we've done before and just come on out the other side, rolling along like nothing happened? A lot of the people they've surveyed for this article don't think so. They think there will be a structural change due to essentially these robotics, due to artificial intelligence. And they, they say that the evidence is pointing to white-collar jobs in particular going away. It says, for example, layoffs in the information se sector were up 88% in March of this year from a year earlier and up 55% in finance, which is where I used to be active and insurance compared to manufacturing just 25 percent right middle management and white collar workers are the ones that are being laid off all right so you need to give this some thought and like i said you know i could go on this article goes on quite a bit longer but but i think you get the point um we're headed for a change there's some structural shifts that will come if you just pay attention to any of your your buddies out there uh, the news, social media, whatever it is, I, I can't tell you how much I see on artificial intelligence these days. And it's coming. And the question is, how will you be impacted? It's interesting, by the way, they did quote <laughs> somebody that I was happy to hear from. This is a fellow in Austin that has a property tax analysis, and I'm reading that as protest uh, company. And he's headed for more automation. He's got a lot of temporary workers that come on for this uh, tax protest season. We talked about protesting your taxes a few shows ago. That's on our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, if you want to check that out and learn how you protest those taxes. The filing window may have already passed for you, unfortunately, but um, you can learn more there. But this tax protest firm is looking to head for more artificial intelligence to do the work of the people he has to pay to do that now. And it's interesting because I know just from talking to the county appraisal districts, a lot of what they do is now artificial intelligence driven as well. It's it's automated. It's, it's algorithms, which is why it's extremely important that you get out there and protest those values because that computer can make mistakes. That algorithm can be wrong. It can pull the wrong data. It may be comparing apples and oranges as we discussed. But here's what I see coming. It's going to be an AI battle at the county appraisal district. They're robots versus our robots <laughs> protesting, going head to head. So back to the white collar worker, the 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 possible and probable disappearance, the the lawyers, the HR specialists, the accountants, the back office workers. What are you going to do after hearing that? Thinking about the corrections, what are your beliefs? Do you feel at all threatened? We'll talk about how to remedy that when we come back. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Well, one thing it has meant for us, and we have to compliment you, you've given us our time back. And I say our time because we got married 
33 years ago, and we got married in July. Do you know why? Well, that was before I met Lifestyles. I used to work for Ford Motor Company, and with Ford Motor Company, I was uh, in the automotive division. They have shut down during July, the first two weeks of July. So, so you had, had to wait for down, a shutdown to get married? Yes. Yes, he actually Whoa, changed. that's dedication there. <laughs> he made me change our wedding date. It was supposed to be June 15th, and I changed. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so if I had been in Lifestyle, I could have gotten married when I wanted to. <laughs> and the ring would have been bigger. <laughs> Thank you. Ready to get your time back like Vivian and Cornell? Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions, you can email me at askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Again, askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. So we've, we've, we've traveled quite a, quite a distance in time today. We started out in the 1870s with the Koreshian unity in Astero, Florida, that believed we lived inside a hollow sphere. The earth is a hollow sphere. It's gold-plated on the outside. We're on the inside. The sun is this electromagnetic thing, magnetic thing floating around in the center all the way up to modern day, and the robot's coming. Now, the robots have been around for a while in manufacturing. Now we're talking about artificial intelligence. And I just looked at an article with you ahead of the break. Uh, it was in the Wall Street Journal, uh, May 15th came out, and it's talking about the disappearance of white-collar workers, white-collar jobs. Now, they're not all going to totally go away, but you need to think about your role and what it is you do. And one last uh, piece I want to look at with you, just to, so you think about the impact. And it, this, I'm just going to quote this here. Um, it says, as companies look to cut costs, some employers have said that middle managers will have to give up their teams. Right? We're going to take that away from you and return to being just another worker. Sorry. And others, including McDonald's, have asked staffers to accept reduced compensation. If you want to stick around, we're going to pay you less. Forget about that inflation out there. Don't care. <laughs> Here's what you get. You get less. And in fact, IBM is expecting to, to see about 30% of their, their roughly 26,000 non-customer facing roles replaced by automation. 30% of 26,000 is 7,800 people gone thanks to AI. So what are you going to do? Like I asked, do you feel at all threatened? Should you be? And, and again, it's interesting. I mentioned this in the first uh, second segment. This time, it's not just that that looming recession that's coming, but these structural changes. So once they shed you, if they do during a recession, can they then replace you with that robot? Remember, I quoted this already once, I'm going to read it again. Long after robots began taking manufacturing jobs, artificial intelligence is now coming for the higher ups. Accountants, software programmers, human resources specialists, lawyers. I'm pretty sure the list goes on there. So take a step back. This is your homework. Take a step back and look at your employer. Are they bloated? Have they been on a hiring spree since COVID, like so many companies have been, are you at risk? Can, seriously, ask yourself this, can artificial intelligence do some or even all of your job? A lot of the stuff I did 
back when I was still in corporate America, wearing that knowledge worker hat could fully be automated. Not everything, but a good component of it to that notion of reduced pay, reduced responsibility. So give that, give that some thought. And thinking about your future and thinking about these corrections that we talked about, it's interesting. I, I, I bring up the story about how they use the, um, the geodesic tool to prove their theory that we live inside a sphere, right? They, they created this thing to convince themselves <laughs> of the truth. Well, you often do the same thing. You have a lot of tools at your disposal to get, to convince yourself as well that you are not at risk. Sometimes this is a targeted Google search. Sometimes this is a conversation with your friends or even a conversation in your head that may go something like this. Hey, I've been here forever. I've been here forever. I, I just know too much. Yeah, knowledge workers, be careful. You'd be surprised at what those robots out there know about you as well and everything else. I manage staff, right? We already heard they're cutting those folks. I am irreplaceable. I did, hey, I did the management training challenge two years ago. I've interviewed people on here that did those management training courses and still got let go. I have family. Well, now you're starting to make, now you're starting to think emotionally and make that emotional plea. But look, you've got you've to get your head out of the sand and look at the true risk. And it's not necessarily AI, right? There are other things that are taking care of our jobs for us. Making our lives easier, I suppose, in that sense, but uh, putting you at risk as well. And then you ask yourself, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to do anything about it? So I challenge you then to change your thinking. You need a paradigm shift, right? A, a paradigm shift is, is, is a fundamental change in the way that you think, in your approach or in your underlying assumptions, in your model, in essence. And, and our model, as you know, as a society is to go to school, get those good grades so you can go to college and get good grades so that you can get this very job that we're talking about today that is at risk. And then work for 20, 30, 40 years, whatever that is, save, 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 so that you can retire. And that paradigm, that model is going to go out the window for a lot of us for a lot of you. What you need to do instead, or parallel to your current track while you're still working, is create alternative income streams. And, and you need to do it now. Alternative income streams, passive income. I don't mean, I don't mean a second job. Well, that creates an additional stream of income. After my 40, 50, 60 hours a week working a job. No, no, no. That just takes your time and takes you away from your family. And, and your kids, and it and it adds stress. That's a totally wrong direction to go. What I'm talking about is passive income. I'm talking about cash flow that comes in when you sleep, when you're traveling in that RV bunker like like I did. When I was in Koreshin State Park reading those very placards that I took pictures of so I could bring back and share with you. Interesting beliefs. <laughs> very interesting stuff. So how do you build passive income? Well, part of it is that, that, that paradigm shift, that mindset shift, and that can be a very, very hard thing to do. But this is where we can help you. This is where Lifestyles Unlimited can help you with that, with that mental shift, with that paradigm shift, with a new model. Lifestyles Unlimited has been around for a very long time. Founded by Del, Del Walmsley over 30 years ago in Houston, grown quite a bit within Texas. Now you hear us talk about Arizona, Georgia, Tennessee. 
I just saw some 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 emails about apartments in Oklahoma. We're up in Kansas. We're in Missouri. And I'm going to tell you about South Carolina in just a minute if you'll stick with me here. But been around for a very long time is the point. And we're dedicated to education and mentoring and helping you get to financial freedom so you do not have to worry about that disappearing white-collar job or any other stress in your life that is that is financially related. But we start by helping you with that mind shift. That alone is very hard. It can be very hard if you're in your 50s listening to me now or if you're in your 60s listening to me now, you've been entrenched in these beliefs far longer than those that are in their 20s. Doesn't mean you're less flexible. You you can make the shift as well. But you're much more entrenched, much more embedded, much more committed to those beliefs that you've held for so long. Lifestyles Unlimited can help you with that. From other we have thousands of members, over fifty thousand members, and to hear the words out of their mouths, you may identify with that person because you they might be that white collar employee that created the financial freedom that allows them to stop sweating and to sleep better at night. Maybe they've left that job now because of what they've done by way of real estate investing. And what we do, just just to be clear now, is we go out and we buy single-family houses, rental houses, and apartments, and we create that passive income, that cash flow that comes in monthly from our houses, quarterly from our apartments. We create massive capital gains through the process. I'm not going to go into that here. You'll learn about that in, in those case studies, by the way. Um, but that capital gain, we then, uh, we, we, it's on paper until we sell, but we sell and we get that out and we invest more. And I can speak from my own experience over a decade. It just grows and it grows and it grows if you follow the roadmap, right? But you do need to work on that, that mindset. And if you're interested in the case studies, I would encourage you to go to the website, lucasestudy.com. You can register there. And if, if you are listening, for example, in South Carolina, we're going to get there, um, and we don't have an office there. Well, you can tune in virtually and get the message and learn about how a single family investor went out and bought their first house and how scared they were because they're always scared. I was scared on the first one, a little bit nervous on the second one, but boy, once you get going, you get going. And then you'll hear from another single family investor that maybe, maybe they're eight or nine houses deep or even more. And you'll see from, from one house to nine, wow, what a difference those numbers make. The point is, these are people that you can identify with. These are just normal people, regular people that heard the message, shed those beliefs that were leading them in the wrong direction and took action. So check out that website first and foremost, lucasestudy.com. But it doesn't just stop there. And then you come out to that two-day that you hear us talk about all the time, the two-day financial freedom seminar. And that's really, that's really where we get into the nuts and bolts and how to do the same with apartments and how to invest as a passive investor. And we talk about that mindset that so many of you do need to shift during the two days as well. And you see really how that cash flow comes together, how that passive income builds. If you are part of that disappearing white collar crowd, take action now, not when the pink slip comes, but now to start to build that portfolio. You know, I did my, my undergrad down in Austin at University of Texas. I'm a Longhorn. And I got out of, got out of college and realized, man, my degree, Russian and German. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this. So went back to school. And wound up over in South Carolina, in Columbia, as a Gamecock at the University of South Carolina. So I'm familiar with this state. 
and we've just opened a realty office in South Carolina. I just got my first email from one of the realty team there, a gentleman named Rick, with a property for sale. Not in Columbia, this is up uh, elsewhere in the state. There's a lot of manufacturing, a lot of automakers there. I don't know if you know that. Um, the state's done very well with the Germans and bringing the auto industry over to that state. So some good, some good manufacturing, good, uh, good fundamentals there. So I'm excited to see that we now have this market available to us. So when we're talking about investing in single family houses and you're listening to me right now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the numbers don't make sense there, guess what? Come on down. Come on down to Texas where I sit. The numbers do make sense. Or go over to Arizona or go over to Tennessee. I've been looking at a lot of properties there. And now South Carolina. We got a number of other markets that we've opened up recently. Probably some more coming. Probably some more coming. I'll tell you more later. But I'm very excited about South Carolina. Um, going to be keeping my eye on that. I will talk with that realtor at some point and see what we can get working. Now, to go back to the example I want you to take away for today, if you are in one of those roles, you take the time after the show to do as I suggest and give it some thought. Am I at risk? Is AI, artificial intelligence, something that will replace or could replace all or part of my job? What do I do now? I need to create cash flow. Houses are the quickest way to do that. If you have a lot of capital, maybe go apartments. I do both. But I recently went under contract on a house, and I want to tell you about this so you understand the numbers. This is a, a, out in a tertiary market, smaller market. It is a foreclosure. Another reason for you to start to get ready. If we head into a recession and more foreclosures come, you want to be prepared to act fast. I acted fast. I wrote my offer with the Lifestyles Realtor. Now we're sitting because it is a foreclosure and the banks tend, they tend to take their time, right? So it gives me a little bit more time to massage my numbers, I suppose, and, and figure out what that's going to look like. And I don't have my spreadsheet in front of me, but roughly I'm going to be about $15,000 out of pocket if I can, if, if this comes to fruition. And through the process, I'm going to create about $250 a month in cash flow. And through the process, this is the part I love, about $40,000 in equity in equity capture. That's additional. So I'm putting 15K of my money in to, to get this house, to rehab it. Wait till you hear the rehab number. It's huge. Refinance it, put a resident into place and to sit on it for, for a year or two, a few years, three years, something like that. That 15K is capturing an immediate $40,000. That is more than, that is close to a 300% return. And I won't know the final number till we get to the finish line with the refinance appraisal and so on. But 200 to 300% return on my capital gain right there. Cash flow coming in the door. So if you feel threatened, if you need to start to build that up, start to buy those houses now. It's important you do it now, by the way, while you are working, because the lenders like to see that you have an income. There's something out there called debt to income ratio. And if you're not working, you have no income and your debt to income ratio is terrible, isn't it? So while you're working is the time to start buying these houses now. So we'll get to the finish line, do that refi, and sit on it, enjoy the cash flow, let that capital gain sit out there. My my residence in this house will pay down the mortgage for me. That gain will continue to get larger, that equity. It will appreciate. It's in Texas, and I don't see that stopping. Maybe not 20%, 30% like we saw in Austin, but even a modest 5% on a $200,000 house is $10,000 $10, per year. I'll take that. So we'll sit on that sell it probably in two years because I want to get that equity out and buy three or four more. If I cash out 60K and I can buy a la 15,000 in this example, of course I can do four more.
Now, it depends on where you're buying. The South Carolina house that I looked at, the expected out-of-pocket is about $21,000. If you're buying down in Houston, it's going to be a different number. If you're buying in the heart of Dallas, it's going to be a different number. This is a tertiary market that I'm talking about. So the numbers are different, but that's the process. That's what you need to start doing. That's why we do real estate, because we create that cash flow. We get that equity, and that's going to protect you when you head into a recession and when AI comes after your job. So I encourage you, check your beliefs. Check your position right now in that company and get ready in case there is that structural shift that could impact you. Don't, don't be like the corrections and build that geodesic rectilineator that proves your theory that I'm perfectly okay because I've been here for so long. I have the tenure. I have a family. They wouldn't let me go. And get ready. Come out to Lifestyles Unlimited. Check our case studies at lucasestudy.com and start creating a backup for that lifestyle. I want you to do that now, not later. When that pink slip comes, when the problems start, when the finances get tight, do it now while you can. Hey, I thank you for listening today. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.